Hey everyone, I know you don't normally hear my voice at the start of every episode, but I wanted to do this for a while and I figured now was a good time. This is our fourth episode and we've really been enjoying playing this game a lot and we really hope that you're enjoying and connecting with some of the characters. If you are, there's a few things that you can do to help us get this podcast out in front of other people. The first is to follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Flying Bison Podcast, and you can follow us on Twitter at Flying Bison Cast. The next thing you can do, if you can take a couple minutes even, and just write us a review and give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts, that goes a long way to helping us get in front of other people. On that note, I'd love to shout out Little Goo or Little G00. They gave us a five-star review uh, a couple weeks ago, and I've been meaning to just say thank you, Little Goo. You are awesome. Keep being you. I'm proud of you. The next thing that you can do, the last thing you can do, tell your friends about it. It's a super easy way to do it, but if you've got friends that like D&D or tabletop role-playing games, actual play podcasts, and like Avatar, please, please tell your friends about it because we want as many people as possible to find this because it's how we grow as players. It's how we can learn to entertain you. So please tell your friends about it. So follow us on social media. If you can take a moment, give us a rating or review and tell your friends about it. That's it. We hope you enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun. I think you're going to really enjoy it. All right. See you later. Bye. Air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, was always responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago. Now, the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar, but the world is met with silence. Rumors from the Earth Kingdom abound that the Fire Nation is planning an aggressive move into the Earth Kingdom. Five young heroes were too late to save the Southern Air Temple, but they hold vital information that could save the Earth Kingdom and maybe even save the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast. You see a a decent-sized village that is next to a, a big river that leads further into the foggy swamp. As you begin walking in, the entire town, besides like those couple of fishermen, is completely empty. Mm-hmm. This is unsettling. Hello, I just, hey, we're just travelers. I knock on the door. Uh, we're just travelers. We're just looking to buy some supplies. Maybe looking for you know a place to stay for the night. Hello. Leave us alone. All right, time to bring the tribute out for Rowu. I want to like just kind of following a cue from that girl, kick and make one of the fish just shoot up into the guy's face. <laughs> Good old and fish slap. And you see now the brooch that he's wearing. Now that he's standing next to you, and he is wearing uh, a brooch, and it's got a lotus flower on it. We're coming back in two days' time. You better have our fish ready by then. Because I, I knew your parents. So Lego takes a moment to process that. She nods and then says, "Why don't we talk off to the site?" They came here to rescue an egg. Something that the Foggy Swamp was keeping from the world. If we go into the Foggy Swamp, can you take me where these two live? 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flying Bison Podcast. I am always your GM and storyteller, Justin, and I have got my good friends and family with me here today. I have them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Monroe, and I play Lego. I'm Johnny, and I play Osa. I'm Steve, and I play Ren. I'm Danny, and I play Rosak Launcher. And I'm Nick, and I play Chainal Launcher. We did it, guys. No one talked. <laughs> we did over a roll call. <laughs> Got it. Right, episode over. My heart's beating like That's crazy. It. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> wow, that was perfect. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's all going to go downhill from here, yeah. so we probably should just <laughs> cut it. Well, I uh, I I bought a book the other day, so I was I'm I'm curious. What are you guys reading? Summer is off in the time of uh, reading books. Uh, are you too busy to read? Are you illiterate? Uh, what what are you what are you reading? Hey, don't laugh at that. <laughs> um, yeah. I just read some of the rules to Avatar Legends. <laughs> right, great time. <laughs> <Good. laughs> Sounds about right. Several <laughs> sessions in. <laughs> Danny has finally read the rules. <laughs> no, so. I, you gotta, I gotta refresh myself. Since sometimes, we've been playing this you know? game for like a month, I thought I would read the rules. <laughs> Danny hasn't even known what game we're we've been playing up until I've just been point. winging it, so I can, I can throw <laughs> fire. I'm Danny, and I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Wait, I'm a firebender. <laughs> Wait, what's this show? how about something that is not a game rule book something uh culturally I'm, stimulating I'm, I'm currently in the process of sorry i'm sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm currently in the process of reading through um the death note yes. manga. nice but it's hard because i refuse to buy wow. anything else besides like the like premium like black book like edition with, like the black pages and everything, and those right. are hard to find. <laughs> so you're a manga elitist, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm slowly trudging my way through. Interesting. Have you seen Death Note? Yes, like six times. Okay, <laughs> I love it. yeah. it's his favorite Netflix movie. It's my favorite Netflix movie. <laughs> Same. <laughs> It's a really long movie. <laughs> really I'm reading The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> thanks to Johnny, mm. who gave me his copy. And that is going super well. Yeah, you got it at the beginning of your, like, three-month-long vacation. Yes. How, how far are you? Did you, you get through most no, of it? You're, probably it's a about big book. 200 pages in, so not far. I slowed down a bit after I started addictively okay. drawing on Krita, which is a free drawing program. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that changed my pace a little bit. It's a wonderful, wonderful fantasy book if you're looking for... It's one of my yeah. favorite. I think it's one of Johnny's yeah. favorite. Steve too. has my... I, it's my lending copy. I own multiple copies of the book just so I can lend it to people. Designated lending copy. Yeah. Nice. I have a special <laughs> edition I don't let other people touch, but... <laughs> I am not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> you just I'm get just... his crappy paper back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mass market, baby. I, uh, there's a board game I keep wanting to buy that has a. It's uh, they did like a promo with Name of the Wind, called the hmm. uh, Call to Adventure, and it's you're basically like uh, the premise is you're creating a 
a hero and walking through their story, but it affords you the opportunity to play within the world of, of name of the wind. It's fun. That's cool. How about the rest of you? You, uh, are you reading uh, books with lots of pictures like Danny? <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nick. Yes. I'm reading some, uh, some comics Some uh, the static shock just out of new comic, which is very exciting and it's very good. That was uh, also there's this comic called uh, the Good Asian. It's a like crime noir, like detective comic, and it is very good. Pretty historically accurate. That's just awesome. He's he's an Asian detective who has come to L.A., which there are no cops that were Asian at that time. He was he's from Hawaii, so that's how that happened. Very cool. Very cool story. Uh, Image Comics, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 That sounds that sounds fun. It's That's a, very interesting. Yeah. I would um, if you have the, are you have them in in physical copy? Yeah. I would I would borrow those sometime. That sounds fun. Oh, sounds like a fun for sure. Game. Johnny, what are you? Uh, yeah. So uh, as as my fellow players can see behind me, I've got a got a fair number of books. Hang on a second. Our washing machine decided it was time to start exploding oh. in the back. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good time for it. All right, Monroe, uh, what are what are you reading? Actually, right now, I'm not reading anything. I've got uh, surprisingly busy all of a sudden. So there's mm. whenever I have a chance to just not do anything, I actually like to not do anything at all. So. That is fair. That's classic. But yeah. I uh, I do feel like it, we're in that period when people start to like Steve. It, like and Monroe get busy and if they were reading a book during the summer and you like put it away and then yeah. you pick it back up in spring and summer again you're like oh, shoot I gotta start over I don't remember what's yep. happening at all <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's just as good as not reading anything at all it's true right like why waste the time reading when you could you could just uh, you're mentally not there not read yeah watch a TV yeah. show people make watch movies Avatar. yeah watch Last Avatar Airbender. yeah just watch it again like me <laughs> <laughs> for the sick i don't know <laughs> or, or like danny and nick just read a picture book you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah they're really cool picture books all right you can't... <laughs> the art is fantastic exactly <laughs> frog and toad go to town <laughs> don't you dare don't you bring the f and t into this <laughs> I'll come to Virginia. I'll, I'll, come to, I'll do this. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm reading The Wheel of Time again. The TV show is coming out on Amazon soon, and it's been one of my favorite series for, for a long, long time. And my birthday a few weeks ago, my family got me the box set of the whole series. So I decided to read at least the first book before the show comes out. You can't, you can't do stuff like that, Johnny. Why? You can't say your birthday was a couple weeks ago <laughs> when <laughs> most of us didn't know that. And now we all feel like terrible people because we didn't wish you a happy birthday. Right. We're just yeah, going to end the podcast you, Johnny. now. So oh, Johnny. I guess we'll wish you this like this. How, how could you have a birthday? How could you do that? How dare you? How, you how dare you, Johnny? If it makes you guys feel better, <laughs> my birthdays are usually terrible. Last year, I broke both of my arms on my birthday. <laughs> oh, In no way does that make me feel better. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, happy belated thank birthday. You, thank you. Yes. I'm glad you didn't break both of your arms again. Yeah, 
It's just, it's just once fingers. a decade. It's just once a decade. On my so last year was my thirtieth. It was my thirty-first this year. On my twentieth birthday, I also broke my arm. Not both that time, but yeah. So you just getting level up limbs, yeah. like four, even three every ten years. Just major Get a accident. Leg in there. That is promising. <laughs> Watch out for in a year when Johnny will hopefully be doing video recording at that point, maybe, and Johnny will just show up in a cast. Yeah, just be in traction for an entire season. Here's our full (laughs) cast with Johnny. Are you saying that we're going to be doing this podcast for another 10 years? Uh, I I can't make that promise. Um, <laughs> how long is this game? <laughs> no, you love it. You guys didn't right. tell me how long. <laughs> Monroe, it's forever. For the rest of your life. <laughs> fine print. Lika's going to be 30 when we're done. Read the fine print. Read the fine print. Your contract states that when you die, your firstborn child has to take over your role on the podcast. Yep. This never <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. You better start having kids. I've I've already been prepping Rio on how to run run sessions, and he's okay. really really bad at it. Yeah, Rio's gonna be fantastic at it. He's gonna be fantastic. We'll rise to at the it. call. He'll be good at it. Oh, he will. Like Johnny, I've got something that is coming out. Uh, the Dune movie's coming out. Now, I've never seen the original movie, uh, but the new one looks interesting yeah. and the cast is phenomenal. And I realized I was like, how have I never read just one of the cornerstones of sci-fi? So I, I bought Dune and I started reading it and it's I'm only a couple chapters in, but it's it's good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's uh, it's heady. It's I think it's a little headier than I expected. It's it to a be, lot, but um, it, it's like an intense read. And just in terms of like what you're saying, like headiness, like it. Yeah. I, so I went from, I've been slowly, slowly working my way through uh, Brandon Sanderson stormlight archive. I'm like, and uh, so I put that aside to read Dune and that's a very, uh, there's a marked difference between the tone of those two books. I was yeah. expecting something fun too. And I was like, Oh, okay. I gotta, I gotta prepare to read this book. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Another, another major cornerstone of sci-fi with a, adaptation coming out is foundation is coming out on apple tv i think later this month and maybe even later this week uh there's a tv show yeah isaac asimov's foundation trilogy is i read that in college that's a that's a that was a great that was a good read well let's uh let's crack open the book on this episode (laughs) (laughs) i got danny to laugh i need to do that again i need to to try and do awkward dad joke transitions i will laugh every time justin it's fine i think i'm hilarious so i don't really care i don't really care what the rest of you think that's what makes it a dad joke that's what makes it a dad joke that's quintessential dad joke right there Well, how about a little summary? Last time, you guys... You know, I've been calling you in my notes the crew. Because I need to find some way to, like, refer to you guys as a collective. But uh, I think you guys should come up with a name for yourselves at some point. At some point. Yeah. When it's when it's time, the name will but, present but keep, itself. keep listen for it. You know what I mean? It will. But but don't Ooh, shy away the from roulettes. it. <laughs> right like you've got uh i mean in both shows it's team avatar which obviously there's Lame. no avatar so you can't be team avatar but the first avatar last airbender is the the gang the gang which is very funny but um so yeah you gotta yeah i was thinking maybe osa and friends 
You are the largest <laughs> character. <laughs> the largest. I was going to say, really, because I was thinking Rosa and friends. How about just How friends? About, <laughs> no, that's taken. <laughs> just, oh, you're right. Just friends. How about Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> no that's actually yeah it's a really it's a really like not very well known anime so we Seinfeld? can't do that either yeah it's taken unfortunately oh man okay i didn't know yeah. about that well Sorry. all right well listen for it you'll uh you'll hear it when it comes up but uh <laughs> the you guys were leaving soboha after escaping an active volcano and you know we didn't set it in a time period but the last few episodes have happened pretty pretty quickly um so you know i imagine the the sun is beginning to set and you're like we gotta stop somewhere we've just had the craziest last couple days (laughs) so it is time for us to stop and you are coming up on uh the the part of the foggy swamp where it gets the densest and you see a, a small fishing village just at the edge of the foggy swamp. So you stop to a completely empty town. Everyone isn't there. There's a couple fishermen, but they quickly run away. And as you're trying to figure out what happened, uh, a couple bandits run into town on some, some ostrich buffalo. And some conversation happens with them and you are able to convince them to leave although they say that in two days time they will be back with their leader rohu along with an indeterminate number of additional thugs bandits whatever you want to call them you have a conversation with the mayor of what you find out is wanya village you talk to mayor iron and he kind of pushes you to help protect the town when when these guys come back and so you you will agree um and you follow him to a place called the blind unagi in town and that's run by a a blind restaurant owner bar manager named toko and uh, as you guys are talking with toko you uh, you partake in his his famous blind unagi drink but Mayor Iron kind of pulls Liko aside and has a conversation with her and says that he knew her parents. And understandably, Liko's a little cautious of that. So they they say she she asks him to to lead him to where he, he thinks her parents are in the foggy swamp um, after you've dealt with Rohu and his bandit gang. And Liko came back and kind of told you guys what happened and everything kind of resets and you, you've got a moment now to collect yourselves and discuss your, your plan on how you are going to defend Wanya village. Now I want it to, one of the fun things about powered by the apocalypse is that it gives a lot more narrative control to the players. So there's a lot of times when you can just set up something and it's up to us to kind of riff off of you and, and bop and weave with you. So a lot of us are, you know, Monroe is new to tabletop role-playing games, but the rest of us are very new to Powered by the Apocalypse games. Uh, we've only been playing for, I don't know, what, a couple months now? So we're kind of dipping our feet wet, figuring out how, how these works. So I have actually created a couple couple moves for us to use in the next couple sessions to help us 
mechanics wise figure out how we're going to defend the town so i'll read them to you guys and then i'll kind of explain what they are and when they'll come up so they're going to be in two stages the first one is a move i'm calling search the village so when you search the village uh search the town or the village for a defensible position or items roll plus creativity and essentially when you roll if it's a hit or on a miss you as the player get to kind of tell me what it is you find and I'm leaving that completely up to you guys. Um, maybe it's some nets. Maybe you find a stash of spears that you could teach the villagers to use. Maybe it's uh, a rusted uh, catapult. I don't know. Like the, It is up to you guys to, to tell me what your character finds in the village that they think will be useful in defending. Now, I don't want you to abuse this. I don't want this to be like a home alone uh like 10 15 different ridiculous traps uh i'll leave that up to you guys to like once you've you're like all right i think this is good enough we've got two or three traps set up i think that's probably good so you you search the village to help set up the things that you're going to use to protect the village and then once the rohu and his gang comes when they trigger a trap we're gonna use the move called trigger defenses. And when your defenses are triggered, roll plus focus. This will represent how well you were able to set up the trap, um, teach the villagers to spring a trap, you know, whatever it ends up being, it's it's how well that trap works. We'll we'll roll that when the trap is triggered. So that'll be kind of our almost like a flashback-esque. Like, oh, back in time, this is what you did to set up the trap. How well did it work? So those are that. Any any questions about those those moves? I'm sure we'll we'll pull them up uh when you actually need to roll for them. But I will I'll open it up to you guys. You guys are, are sitting uh in the blind Unagi talking with Toko and Iron. It is getting late, but you guys have a moment if you want to to talk about some actual strategy and defenses. So I know we've kind of lightly been discussing uh, defending the town and fighting off these guys, and we, and we could probably do that. But what if they come back when we're gone? Like, what do you mean, like, gone where? Like, when we leave this town. So I feel like you... our, our solution needs to have, like, some level of, you know, more permanent solution to this. Mm. I'm not exactly sure what that would be, but... You know, maybe maybe in setting up traps for these villagers, maybe they come with us and learn how to do it too, so that they can keep doing that. But that kind of more passive approach might just encourage the bandits to move closer. I don't know. Sorry to th immediately throw problems on the table. <laughs> Jay, always bringing problems to the table. That's all I got, really. Maybe we can teach them how to defend? Huh. I mean, we can't be here forever. We still right. have our own mission. And at some point, they're going to have to to step up, I would be think. Yeah. I mean, maybe we just get rid of Tofu forever? Like, where would we put him? Just seamless understanding. Which means killing him. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't, the, wasn't expecting the, uh, the end his destiny line from the monk, but yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. And I'm not a monk. I was just trained by them. Monk just, adjacent. 
Just throwing that out there. Anyway, it's a good point. Oh, no, it's good. Solution. It is. I mean, we could we could set traps for the rest of them, kind of clear them out, and then really put it down on on Rosie. Should we build we could, like a wooden prison farm? We could capture Tofu. Right. Sorry. That's what I was suggesting with the wooden prison because he's an earthbender. Oh, right. Right? You're right. Yeah. If he was far enough away from any earth, they could hold him indefinitely, and then just say like, if you guys come and attack our village again, we'll. Take out tofu or whatever. Send them out on a boat. I like that. I'm not the boat. I'm talking about Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we just ignore Rosic's ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's mean, all we you, can do. If we were near water, that might be a good idea. We are. It's a fishing village. Oh. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yep. Let's put him on a boat. Nope. He'll just come back. That's not a waterbender. We tie him up and put him on a boat. It's a river. It's river and there's there's earth under there under is. that water. It's not. Yeah, that might work on the ocean. Ren looks to Iron and just asks, "Are there any warriors in the village?" I, I mean, I I told you guys there's there's no one. There's a bunch of families and and kids and uh, a few old people, but. I mean, if your only plan is to just teach these people how to fight, we're going to be wiped off the map. And hey, hey, I have other plans. If, there are other ones in the works. What if we don't teach the people how to fight? What if we we do the fighting because we know how, and we just make sure that this gang doesn't know who they're fighting? Maybe if we're all just the same, and we use enough misdirection, they'll think, I don't know who I'm dealing with. And then they never know if it's safe to come back. I like that. That's good. It should be a part of the Ren plan. Ren is just like furrowing sure. his brow and it's just like, can we also throw fishing nets on them? <laughs> That's all I care about. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, we can do that, Ren. It's probably good. Ren looks good to way to get group. Can yeah. old people throw fishing nets on them? <laughs> I mean, have have you ever have you ever seen an old person throw a fishing net? <laughs> they fish. Yeah. So you have to throw the net. It's a fishing village. Right? Someone has to throw a net around here. I'm sorry. Do your grandparents just work until they until they die? Do your your parents and and grandchildren not take care of? Ren looks super awkward because that is exactly what happened. Um, are there people in the village who can just sew a ton of outfits that all match? That all look exactly the same? Really, really fast. I think we just need to look like a villager. I don't know if we need like the exact <laughs> same outfit. the same, Osa. <laughs> no, we all have to match. Otherwise, they'll know the difference. But if we're dressed like villagers, we're just going to look like locals and they won't know. No, if we all wear <laughs> one outfit in the same hat. Everyone is in a single, like the exact same. Like we're all sharing a single large, large outfit. No, okay, because I I was thinking that was kind of stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. You're right. That's scary. What I want is for everyone to wear identical outfits, so that we can have people pop up here 
and then they disappear and they pop up over there and the gang doesn't know are those the same people that i just fought are they different people and what's going on where's this all coming from who's attacking me now and then when we leave the village they don't know who we were because they don't know who anybody was you know That's the, not bad. the large monk he's got a point i heard of a village a couple miles away they called themselves the the son amigos <laughs> and uh they did something something similar to that i think that does not sound right but i guess anyways what if we uh <laughs> i mean we have a couple of fire nation outfits but that's only enough for us oh well i think if we get if we well see i don't fire bend but i can make it look like i fire them and i could probably make it look like other people are firebending that's another strategy we can try to convince them that they're Fire Nation has occupied this village, and that might scare them away. Rosic, that was a great idea. Yeah, I think the boat was a better idea, but you know. No, that was way better. That this, was is definitely... like, this is like third from the top in like my greatest ideas. I'm not telling you guys the rest of them. You don't deserve them. I think we're better off, but the thanks. Yeah, Anyways. I want to I wanna hear this. What are the other... No, don't uh, do it. Uh, number yeah, two. That's third. What number two, one bucket two? of slippery eels. Uh, yeah. Number four, uh, Pinchy Prawns. You're a fishing village, right? You have access to those. You gotta get a lot better at ranking your ideas, man. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on <laughs> with the idea of tricking them into thinking the Fire Nation has come, because then they're just, they're just gonna f*** off. Jay, wow. Yeah, um, what? salty language aside yeah it is a good idea it's by criminals fair maybe maybe we can't train them to fight like really effectively but would you be able to no never mind you earth bend your blasting jelly don't you yeah but i mean i could set up like some little like packages and pouches that all they would have to do is like light them and then they could you know fake fire bend basically young young lady we we haven't heard from you what do you think i'm with osa I like that idea. I just don't know how we're going to be able to get the same outfit for every single person. Or do we have to have it for everyone? Or just to suit? Do we just get like maybe 20 people with the same outfit and this spread them around? Well, I think maybe maybe this idea works if we combine, right? We get a small number of convincing Fire Nation uniforms made. We give to villagers. We use the uniforms that we have, and then when we leave, it can still look like the Fire Nation is here. If Iron designates a few villagers to do patrols dressed as the Fire Nation. Okay, what happens if they find out it's not the Fire Nation? Then they destroy yeah. the village. I th I think we should make a plan B. What do you guys think about the boat idea? The boat idea is not on the table, but we'll Slip keep it. Heels. We'll keep it under the table just right. as an option. All right. All right. All right. Under the table. The next idea would be to capture uh, uh, Tofu, Ramane, whatever his name is. Rohu. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Rohu. Capture him, lock him up in like a wood cell, and then. Maybe that should be number one. What if? What if we figure out who his lieutenant is? and capture him before the gang comes and we make a deal with him that if he helps us get rid of Rohu, 
will make him the leader of the gang on the condition that he leaves this village alone. I think there's a lot of variables in that plan. Yeah. There's a lot of variables in all of these plans. Is it plans. lieutenant or lieutenant? Depends on if you're British. What's British? What is that? <laughs> what nation do they belong from? <laughs> They're like the Fire Nation. They're basically the Fire Nation. <laughs> I like Liko's idea. I feel like that making the whole Fire Nation uniform idea a plan B would be harder to pull off. Well, we, I guess we could just have all the villagers and Fire Nation garb hide and wait to see if we end up capturing Tofu, Rohu. But if we capture him and then prevent other people from um, saving him with Osa's idea, then at least it, it's a more long-term solution as opposed to what happens if this doesn't work. The only question I have is what do we do with him after we capture him? Where does it go from there? Is he just a captive forever? Yes, it's that, not our problem. I mean, that seems inhumane, but... But he's a liar. Iron, what would you do if we gave him to you? Well, I'd... I don't know, probably slap him with a fish a couple times. Good. Fair. Good. Oh, and, gosh. And Kevin and deserves that. Um, I, no. I, I joke. I jest, obviously. Um, I, we've, we don't have, like, a, a jail here, but I, I suppose we could try and set up some sort of holding cell for a powerful earthbender. Do you have a room on the second floor of this inn? Well... Toka, do we? Uh, yeah, we could also uh, well, we could check out the basement as well. Yeah, the, the basement will be in ground, though, right? It'll be just surrounded by earth. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So probably the second floor, because then he's just by wood and yeah. yeah well, but wood doesn't block earth bending. Well, you can't bend it. Yeah, and but if he, he done. Well, I mean, but he could bend rock. Yeah. Well, if he's really good, I, I couldn't do something just, like that. They keep saying how powerful he well, is. I think the only thing that could stop him from bending is they're metal. a bunch of non-benders. I mean, of course he's powerful to them. What we, what hey, we could do, sorry, no offense, Ralph. Ben, no offense. What we could do is tie him up and gag him and bring him with. You just want to steal a man? We can drop him off at a more capable city. No offense, Iron. Uh, no, none taken. I. We could offer a parlay over tea, but put some sort of a extra kick in his tea so that he... Um, like one of those pinchy prawns. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like something that's just going to knock him out for a while. Where are we going to put him when he wakes up? Maybe we put enough that he doesn't. Oh, so. Oh, so. Inconceivable. <laughs> Osa, you're starting to scare me. The past 10 minutes have just been a tad overwhelming. Oh, Ren is quietly I, I kind of like where he's going, honestly. I've got two ideas. It's the outfits or end his destiny permanently. I like your input. I really like it. What? Loving the energy. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with the monk. I, I've asked you to help, and 
honestly, he's he's been harassing our people for so long that I don't care what you do with him. All right. So in the interest of the non-Destiny Enders in our group, uh, we could just capture him and take him somewhere far away, uh, turn him over to authorities wherever we land. Could also just drop him in the desert, see what happens. It's not too far away. We could. What if we captured him, left him alive, and me and Iron go somewhere without the rest of you to have a conversation? Yes, a conversation. Was Osa raised by the godfather of airbenders? (laughs) (laughs) I I like how the character who was raised by the godfather of of firebenders is like, I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) You come to me. Daughters, airbending. <laughs> in spite of my outfit, guys, I haven't seen the inside of an air temple in like five Fair. years. I'm not, I'm not a monk. I'm just a so guy those, who can move air. Are those clothes five years old? That's <laughs> not important right now. How often am I supposed to buy new clothes? They still function. Anyway, All right, well, let's do a vote. Uh, who here wants to take take him with us? Ren raises his hand. Rosic raises his hand. Che does not raise his hand. Osa crosses <laughs> his arms. Okay, how many of you want to do Osa's idea with the costumes? And. I think, I think more importantly, the ending of Destiny is what Osa wants mm-hmm. to do. Well, no, that's. I think that's the next question. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ren, Ren. No, no. If you commit to the costumes, you're committing to murder. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ren says, as a backup, if we can't capture Rohu within a day, we have two days till they come. I think the costume and idea will give us an opening to either capture or otherwise. Or learn something about them. I don't think there's time for the costume idea if we don't. I'm not sewing. Make, make the people in the village do it. Ren. Well, that's still part of the idea. Is that wrong? Anyway, continue, Liko, please. The third option is who wants to do Rosic's boat idea. <laughs> that was not going to be on the table. <laughs> uh, Toko raises Rosic his hand. Raises his hand so high. Equality. So high above matters. his head. <laughs> don't let him believe that. Rosic's face lights up. <laughs> I, I like that idea. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, sir. Crickets. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm for taking him with us. And that means that. I think there's an idea you didn't uh, put up for a vote. <laughs> yeah. How about. I'm against. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. How many of you want to just end him? <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I airbend and try and use like a directed gust to force Ren and Shay's hands up with, <laughs> with mine. No, Shay raises his hand. Ren just hits Osa with a fan. <laughs> so both of his hands just fly. <laughs> well, how are you guys going to do it? I mean, we capture him and then we just don't take him with us, you know? But, we don't need to talk about all the details. We could just let Iron Osa. deal with him. Oh. I'm just saying. You had this idea you place rocks that you wanted to- And the combination of, we you know, we, Rosak's idea without the boat. So you just want to drown him? <laughs> <laughs> that, 
one method. I'm just saying. There's you options. Also just let, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Dad used to take people he didn't like out back, and then they just never see him again. It's, it's not any different. Oh my god, Chase I'm, I'm sure he just. I'm sure he just <laughs> oh, put them in firebending military school. You take any non-airbender high enough, there's no way they're walking away. Well, we need to come up with something. <laughs> so... Rosak is face palming. I, I know I've asked a lot of you. Well, unless you at, unless we know what we're gonna do to end him, I don't see how that's a fair thing to choose. Well, I mean, we all agree of how we're gonna do it. There's a lot of options. We just fight him until he can't fight anymore, right? Or we could just knock him out and then take him somewhere and finish. Him and off. we're not gonna get tired, also, or get hurt. No, I mean, or what about the people easy. around us? Yeah, there's a good point. There's there's a lot of dudes to fight along the way. What were you going to say, Mr. Iron? I know that I've asked a lot of you kids. So if you need to just sit there and fight him and leave him to me, I... I think that would work as well, too. If you were to just put him in my possession, I could deal with him. Do you feel safe enough to deal with him? No, but I've caused this town enough pain with my cowardice that it's time I do something about it. Che looks real, like, like squints at him. Like, uh... I think I know exactly what Che is thinking. Okay, I'm actually back on the let's take him somewhere else train. <laughs> I do think that honestly would be the safest and most morally sound option. We could always take him and end him someplace else, guys. Dear God. <laughs> Every, there's no reason why no one, we all can't win here. <laughs> I'm glad it's still on the table. But let's, let's take a step back from whether or not this guy's story ends in another couple of days <laughs> and focus on the fact that he is also surrounded by potentially a couple dozen, you know, foot soldiers of varying strength levels. Yeah, We're kind of talking about it. Like we're, we'll be able to capture or wipe out his destiny. Like easily we're going, there's going to be a fight in it. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a hard fight. Well, I could pro we need to get him out in the open somehow. I can use Rue and intercept him while the rest of you fight off everybody else. But we he has to be out in the open. He can't be hiding someplace. Mm -hmm. That's the only way that's going to work. Well, we're definitely going to need to thin out because as much as I believe in all of our abilities, I don't know if we can take 20 guys. I don't know if we can do that. Uh, might be a little bit of a push. Ren turns to Iron. <clears throat> Do you know a place like that? Like wide open space? Well, I mean, it's about a day's ride from here. There's uh, some flats 30, 40 minutes away from here. You could you could try and catch him there. How do we lead him there, though? That's we difficult. can set up a fake meeting. They're, they're, they're coming here to, to flex muscles, man. I don't think we're gonna send him anywhere else. We could else. take the entire village there. I think if we take the entire village somewhere, we'll just come back to their homes. Oh, true. Uh, well, 
smashed. Earthbenders like to smash things. She's like, okay. Anyways, so maybe, maybe the um, I think uh, what I was getting at is we should probably be setting up like traps to like get out some of the the peons, some of the pawns, and uh, maybe get them out of the way so we don't have to fight quite so many dudes at once. So many. I think Rue could maneuver probably in the town square, and so. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, keep going. No, I was just saying, so if we could get him and a small group there, then you could just take him with Rue, and we could clean mm-hmm. up the rest of the dudes, run him out of the town, while you, you're just flying around with him, and he can't do anything, because he can't earthbend up there. And then, yeah. Uh, side note, Justin, does Rue have any abilities? Uh, well, I think in the prologue we established he's got some sort of, like, ice breath. Okay, so we can use Rue to help thin out people, right? Because she's big. That is true, yeah. You could do, like, flyovers. Awesome! <laughs> that, is, that is a plan. Yeah. Um, I, do I will, uh... Iron goes, well, it's uh, it's getting a little late. Um, we've got all tomorrow to, to walk around Wanya and, and set up traps and discuss where, where we will attack. But, um... For now, we it's sort of a tradition, even in these hard times, our, our village has a, a little get-together every evening just to meet one another. Uh, be honored if you would be my guests tonight. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Well, it's, it's just right outside if you'd like to. Everyone should already be there, and they'll have some fried fish and other snacks and goodies mm. there. You can, you can meet other people. Real and, food. Osa's already walked yeah. out the front door. <laughs> right, we're apparently definitely going. Thank you. Perhaps we can continue this conversation tomorrow, then. Yes, well, yes. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. Chase is going to whisper to everybody, like, ah, we're screwed. This is, <laughs> this is not looking great. Let's just <laughs> eat and sleep on it. Okay. You walk outside of the blind Unagi, and there's about 120 or so people. Uh, gather around a, a few fires, and they're laughing despite the hardships and talking with they're one another. Doom. And yeah, they're impending doom. From what you can tell, like they're scared, but this is kind of par for course. So they they try to squeeze the most out of life whenever they have the the ability to. And uh, when you're uh, Walking up to one of the groups of people, you see that redheaded girl that kicked over the, the bucket uh, of fish with her foot. And uh, she comes up to the five of you and says, Oh, are you guys the people that are going to help defeat Rohu? We're going to try oh, our best. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. My name is Kasa. And tomorrow come find me because i've got a little stand i'm sure there's got to be something there that you could use to help you defeat rohu thanks casa that is very helpful thank you yeah oh my gosh absolutely it is uh, you guys are just you're amazing you know that thank you so much no no thank you thank you you big guy i'm gonna lean over to ren and be like i don't think she's heard any of rosa's ideas (laughs) hey casa Rose like steps up to the front of the group. 
Oh God! You want me to? Nico if you want, eyes. I can. I can train you to be an excellent battle strategist. Oh my God! That would be absolutely Russell. amazing. Russell, what you have up. to do is you got to make ten plans, and you call that your top ten list of plans because it makes it seem like you have even more plans, but you really only have ten. Okay, Rosic, we're gonna just we're gonna Rosic, move. Let's go have some food. No, Rosic, before you push my Rosic leans into him and he says, "But my secret is I only have four. Okay, that's <laughs> you keep that one to yourself, bud. And I just take him to the food table. She puts her hand on your shoulder and is just like, "Mind blown. That's <laughs> amazing." And she's thought, like, "Maybe I shouldn't take him away." <laughs> <laughs> Think about what plans you come up with tomorrow and let me know. Oh my gosh! I will have so many plans. Come find me, All right. and Turns I will, out I'll get you something. Only next. the best plans. <laughs> <laughs> she has like excellent plans, and we're like, whoa! Just like <laughs> off the top of my head, snappy snakes. Kasa, I like, just, like so confused at how this is already so close to pinchy prawns. <laughs> another thing you need to know about another thing you need to know about plans is you come up with the names. I just first. start dragging Rosek away. <laughs> and Rosak is just like waving his finger, still talking to Casa as his voice fades into this. Thank you, Casa. We're all very hungry. Yeah. Osa's going to go to wherever it looks like they've got the fish and uh, get a plate or whatever like they style? use to hold the fish. You can just like shove your hand into the boiling pot of. No. <laughs> Yeah, Chase just like standing in the middle of where they were talking and just is like staring off a little bit. Takes a point of fatigue and then goes grabs food. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a point of fatigue. No, at, at this point, um, you guys have you know talked to Casa for a little bit. So so Toko is actually is one of the people that's serving fish, and he sort of hands you a plate, Osa, and goes, uh, "Young young man, I." Uh, kind of concerned by some of your thoughts in that meeting didn't expect to hear a an air nomad like yourself suggesting something as dark as that that's that was that was a lot yeah well i mean these are dark times and uh i've learned recently that uh no one lives forever we're all gonna go sometime so it doesn't really matter does it I'm just going to turn and go and like go to the side of the river, eat, not, not wait for his response. I'm going to try and sit alone, like on a dock. Um, while you guys are, is anyone else doing anything? Oh, uh, I think Liko's going to try to get something to eat. Okay. You also, uh, walk up to Toka and he hands you a plate with some, some fish on it. And he says, well, it seems you're uh, quite the leader of this group. How long have uh, the five of you been together? A few days. Right, guys? Solid. Yeah, I think like what? Like um, like a work week, right? We haven't actually slept yet. Since we <laughs> met each other. <laughs> yeah, we should be losing our minds then if we haven't slept yet. Uh, you're either my four favorite people or... I hate you more than anything. I can't really tell. As soon as as soon as Shay says that, Rosa comes up behind him and puts his arm around him like an older brother. And he goes, 
You know, we've only known each other for a short time, but I already feel like I've known these folks my entire life. Well, uh, Liko, you're you're doing a good job. Don't don't let them give you too much guff. Liko looks at the rest of the guys in confusion, and she goes, "Sure." Right, here you go. Jay also returns a look in confusion. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't realize I was the leader, but okay. I'm down for it. I thought Jay was. Jay's just the loudest. I'm just the ideas guy. I'm not in charge of anything. <laughs> I thought Osa was, because whenever he sees food, he goes to him, we just follow him. <laughs> One way to lead. Well, that's kind of how it's been going. A primarily food-led group. <laughs> uh, Ren, as the, as the night passes, too, you know, you, you're having more conversations with people, and at some point, this, like, large awkward boy kind of like shuffles up next to you he's like um hey there i uh i saw you guys were uh helping to defend the village and i just wanted to to thank you and i wanted to ask you miss if you wanted to dance with me ren um looks down at his garb which as a kyoshi warrior is definitely more feminine than probably what this kid typically sees and just says um <clears throat> i don't feel like dancing yeah go Ren. but thank you oh oh my i'm so sorry um i'm sorry miss ma'am um oh my god and he's gonna like she jumps away. in between them and is like before you before you like right once he starts to stutter che jumps in between them and is like i'll dance with you oh um Wow, I'm really flattered, but uh, I kind of just wanted to dance with her. Uh, I guess I'm the early option. Uh, oh. Ren leans in to the kid, puts a attempt at a comforting hand on the shoulder on his shoulder, and just says, "The best way you can thank us is by pretending to be that guy if the bad guys come to town." And I point to Osa. He's just like sitting by himself on the river, <laughs> eating. You think you could rock an outfit? And uh, look like a Fire Nation guy, but about, you know, roughly that size. Uh, and this this boy kind of blushes and he's like, yeah, I, th- I think I could do it. Yeah. I make direct eye contact and say, good, because we're counting on you. What was your name? Oh, uh, my name. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm May Fohau. We're it's counting on you, May Fohau. Oh, thank you. It's an honor to talk to you. And if you ever wanted to a dance with me, I'd love to dance with you. Ren quickly steps away from both this kid and Shay <laughs> to avoid any possible follow-up conversations about the mishap and tries to persuade villagers um, that they are courageous and that they can help us if it comes as soon to as it. Ren, as soon as Ren steps away, he um, Rosic walks up to him and goes, <laughs> Ren, it's funny because he thought you were a girl because you've been wearing a skirt this entire time. <laughs> and he walks away and grabs food. Jay had like doubled over. Whether Rosa can hear this or not, Ren would respond. Just kind of like, it's a Kyoshi warrior outfit. What's wrong with being a girl? I know, right? Uh, Che will put his hand on uh, Ren's shoulder. As Ren's walking away? Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll, like walk up to him and catch up to him and be like, hey, you handled that pretty well. (laughs) Like Chase after him. Appreciate it. You handled that well. And just a kid, not you know, know what else to say. Yeah, no, you, I mean, it's it's no water off your back. Uh, Ren, what's just like of, a turtle duck? 
Ren, what sort of things do you say to the villagers as you're trying to like persuade them to be courageous and give, why don't you why don't you play that out? Yeah, yeah. I'll walk up to somebody. What do they look like? Uh, there's like a group of people. There's like a, a family. There's like a a middle aged dad, um, and his wife, and uh, a couple kids, and and it looks like maybe like grandparents or like family friends or something and they're just sort of chatting and and laughing and eating fish and they they see you come up and like the the dad steps up and he's like oh, thank thank you so much for for standing with us <laughs> i'm gonna work that same line <clears throat> the best way you can thank us is by standing with us and protecting your family when the time comes you think you can do that what do you need us to do? Well, it might just be pretending to fight while wearing a Fire Nation outfit, but it might be something else. We'll let you know. But we need as many people as we can to muster their courage. Think of your family. Will you fight for them? Not if it means my life, but... Uh, <laughs> that's honest. <laughs> if it, Glad that's established. I have, we're fishermen. Not if it means my life. We're fishermen. Uh, but if it means protecting them, and yes, yes, I will. Can you throw a net or light something on fire if we give you the tools? I, I could throw a net, yes. I've been throwing a net since I was a boy. Then you're more equipped than you know. What was your name? That's a great question. <laughs> For the GM. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is my name, huh? What is my name? He's had a little too much uh, cactus juice. Yes. Well, let me what is anyone's out. name, really? No. Uh, my name is uh, Shahi. Thank you, Shahi. While you're... Can, um, yeah, what's Liko want to do? Can we get like a, like a little group meeting with just the, the guys here? My, oh, I get interrupted no and dragged into a meeting. Cool. No <laughs> oh, no, sorry, guys. No I, was getting, I was getting into it. As... um. Yes, eventually. There's a as Osa's though sitting by the river. You hear you're just eating and you hear the the stream trickling by. You know, maybe some ladybug crickets chirping in the background and then you hear footsteps pad up and a cane hitting the ground as it's walking up and so uh who'd you lose? Toka sits down beside you. Um, the Fire Nation, uh, they killed, they killed everyone. The entire Southern Air Temple. Well, for what it's worth, kid, um, I'm sorry. No one should have to go through something like that. That's that's too much. That's too much for you to handle. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I just feel like I should have been there. I should have been with them. I know I couldn't have done anything, but if I'd never left, maybe I... Maybe I could have helped somehow. Hey, that sort of talk right there, stow it. That's not going to help anyone. 
Remember what the monks taught you. You, young airbender, are destined for great things. You've learned how to take care of people, to bridge the gaps where people are fighting, to stand up for those that can't stand up for themselves. Just look around you. We would be defenseless without you and your friends. But don't ever think that you need to resort to permanent violence as a means to solutions. That is not what you learned. You're right. But I don't know what to do with all this anger I feel. The monks didn't teach me how to deal with all this. You know, I, uh... I told you guys that I've been blind since birth. Yeah. Well, as you can imagine, it wasn't exactly the easiest upbringing. Kids picked on me. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times I got pushed into the river. But you know what my dad always said to me? He said, if you ignore that, you're going to end up going to places you don't want to be. Also, part of the journey is learning to live with the pain. It makes you stronger. Yeah. I think you might be right, but... I don't know. At this point, Ren starts waving over to Osa to join the group. Thanks. Thanks for talking to me. Always. Always, son. Come find me if you ever need to talk. Um, and also mechanically, too, um, he's trying to shift your your principles. Mm. Um, he's trying to shift you away from force and towards care. So it is up to you if you want to okay. accept that shift. You can also try and resist that as well. Okay. No, I'll accept it. So then you move your um, your force down and your care up. Done. You walk over to the rest of the group that has gathered now. Cool. Um, I go over. What was Toko talking to you about? Um, I'll tell you about it another time. What do you guys want to meet about? Thank you. Okay, well, it seems like nobody here is actually prepared to fight. You're not wrong. <laughs> so if we, whatever plan we do come up with, I don't think it's good to get them involved. I mean, we can just, I was thinking we can also maybe like set up some walls and some alleyways and they can throw things from behind those walls or fences or whatever. Like the roofs and stuff? Yeah, or the roofs too. Then it would look like Fire Nation fireballs. Yeah. There's probably plenty of rocks in the river that we could use too. How much blasting jelly do you have, Shane? I grabbed quite a bit from the from the stores at the mountain. For whatever it's worth, I um I don't think my idea about ending Rohu was uh really the best one. So yeah. I, I'm it was like let's out a sigh of relief. To, He's like, oh okay. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm changing my vote to capture him and take him somewhere else. Well, it's going to be annoying, but yeah, it's probably for the best. Okay. Well, I'll do whatever you think is best. If we, we um, 
what if what if we do try to try to at least lightly fortify most of the village and set the villagers up with you know shake and set them up with blasting jelly and stones and we get them behind fortifications and we focus on the five of us and Rue being the only ones really doing any fighting. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. Do we do we want to stand by the idea of trying to convince them that we're Fire Nation soldiers and we've occupied the village? If if all of us greet them in our garb, Fire Nation garb, we might be able to pull it off and just declare that it's ours. That's fair, yeah. Ahead of if the we village, could, we could meet them and cut them idea. off. Yeah, it, and it's not so much that the rest of the village needs to look like they are now like Fire Nation soldiers, but if they're out of sight and they're attacking with fire and we're in full Fire Nation garb, like mm-hmm. that should be pretty clear at that point. That well, I mean, you're from the Fire Nation, and we've seen we all we all saw what happened at the Air Temple. Do we really think it's believable that? They would only send five soldiers to take a town. We're if only we, five of the soldiers. If we fence up the town and make the actual, like, I guess you could say interior of the town not visible to them from where they are, then we could convince them that it's fully occupied, theoretically. Yeah. I just feel like my next job is going to be raising walls around this entire village. <laughs> That's- you are uh, a offender. <laughs> I... Sorry, bro. I just have fans. But Rude ha- has ice breath. Can- is she able to kind of help with that? With creating well, that would be ice, so it's not the same thing as fire. Maybe. So. Well, if I've seen Airbenders, or well, Airbenders also. That's part of my suggestion. But I've seen Waterbenders who can slice through things with water, and. I know how to use air in a similar way. Maybe we can down some trees and use trees so Che's not surrounding the entire town just with earth. We can try and make wooden fortifications as well, or bamboo. Yeah, that, that might actually, that might even work better because it'll be less bendable to any earthbenders that are in their party. Ren cautiously eyes Liko waiting for like an objection because this is about like messing with nature. <laughs> But it's like mm-hmm. bamboo goes back within a few months. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's bamboo, we can keep it to bamboo. Yeah, Rosic, were you saying something? Huh? Were you, Rosic, were you saying something? Oh, sorry. Rosic has a notepad open, and oh. uh, Shane, I was <laughs> okay. sitting next to. We can see uh, he's crudely writing his fifth plan. Oh, and he closes it, and he goes, "Um, he was writing was, it with a cram." Yeah, I was gonna mention too, like. The gang might be confused when they see that somehow the Fire Nation managed to summon stone walls around this village, being, you know, Fire Nation. And I think Iron's established that there's not really any firebenders here, or earthbenders, rather. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and so that might, you know, confuse the gang about, like, oh, is the Fire Nation hiring earthbenders now? I don't know. What? Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, what if, <laughs> what if we get the able-bodied villagers to help us cut down bamboo, and we do what we can? We make as many bamboo walls as we can, fortify the town, which then is believable because the Fire Nation would want to do that, right? And then we kind of go with the Fire Nation plan. We keep the villagers out of sight, and I wonder, and this might be a long shot, but we should ask Iron. 
if there's a building that we can burn down. Just so that when they come, there's the smoldering remains and it looks like there was at least some sort of a occupying scuffle. Yeah, if we can cut off all of the other entrances with these walls, mm-hmm. then they will have to go to a gate that we build and a building next to the gate could just be burned down. We could set fires, not to the buildings, but to just like bonfires around the village and it could look all smoky and stuff. But they don't need to see the rest of the village if we keep them outside the wall. Yeah, if it's outside the wall and we make sure that they can't see in and we light a fire so it looks like a building that they would be familiar with burned down based on the smoke, but they can't see past the wall, that could work. Ren adds, if the villagers don't object, we could find the remains of somebody who has passed and scorch them and put them outside of the gate as a warning. Ren. I think that if uh, Master Toku was here, he'd be very concerned about you. Uh, also, <laughs> it's Toko. That would be up to Rosic to do, and I Toko, don't think he's right, down right. for that. As I look at my brother, and he he looks like he just threw up in his mouth. Yeah, Rosic's face is green, and he's just nodding his head, shaking, shaking. shaking. He's wait, he's sorry. <laughs> He's, he's turning. Sick. He's turning his head in circles. How much he agrees? He's with turning his head in circles and foaming at the mouth. <laughs> okay, so that solves. Ren looks nervous and is like going. too far. Okay. All right. So what is what is your plan? As I understand it, you're gonna wall up Wanya Village, light some bonfires inside, so it looks like the Fire Nation is occupying that. Pretend to be Fire Nation soldiers and convince them to leave Wanya Village alone. But what about? Um, What's his name? Ro Ro Roju? I almost called him I almost called him Roku. Rohu? <laughs> Rohu. Oh, is this Rohu? It's a re it's the Avatar. <laughs> it's the Avatar. There he is. <laughs> We're wondering where you've been, Avatar Roku. He's been bullying this village for some reason. <laughs> the last 13 years. So that's why they never found an airbender avatar. It's because you were still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he might try to challenge us which i which would be ideal if he was like well i don't care about the fire nation we'll be like oh yeah you know and we'll challenge him to one-on-one or something well rosic will have to do it because he's the only firebender and then rosic could fight him beat him hopefully and then we'll just like take him and be like well this guy's the prisoner of the fire nation now do you guys want to end up like him and then mm. hopefully they just run away did we get five? We can, did yeah, we find? Well, maybe we don't need to have anyone duel. Maybe we, when they come, we ask who their leader is, and we say this place has been claimed by the Fire Nation, and then we point to Rohu and we say, "Our commander will speak with you if you're interested in furthering the aims of the Fire Nation." And then he comes in, we capture him. Nobody has to fight anybody. My concern is that we may not have to capture him at all if they think they're dealing with the Fire Nation. Yeah, but also, uh, uh, another worry... I think... Sorry. Uh, oh, go uh, go ahead, Rosa. Much, Rosa. Um, I feel like this was not worth I know, it. I know I've brought up the idea of convincing them we're Fire Nation... But another worry I have is just picture this, you know, two of those gang members just strolling down, you know, just 
by the river, you know, skipping rocks. And then they glance over at the village and they're like, oh, there is no Fire Nation soldiers there. What happened? We could and leave the like, outfits here. We could, yeah. Just have them get used to dressing. Oh, that's a great idea, Che. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe make them, have them knit like a Fire Nation flag and hang it over the town hall. Mm-hmm. It'll also make it easier when... It's almost like it's an idea I suggested when we're still in the tea house, but... I guess yeah, I could sure. capture him either way, <laughs> since that's something the Fire Nation would do. So yeah. I scrap my objection. Also, uh, either way, the Fire Nation's <laughs> gonna come to this village probably pretty soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. So about that. if they already have a flag up, it's probably gonna work out for them. You know, they can just say like, "We're ready for you." Been here for years now. <laughs> <laughs> Not like they could just roll out the welcoming carpet, you know. Well, we could just we give we can give Iron some sort of a script to follow when the Fire Nation does come, and when they come, then they're here in earnest, and the gang she, definitely. You know, you know, Fire Nation lingo, right? Like Flamio, Hotman. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't ask me. I barely know anything about Fire Nation culture. Sounds like you guys have a pretty decent plan, and at this yes, point, we do. Iron comes up and he says, "Um." If you want, the the village would would hear from you. All right, Ren, you're up. Flamio Hotman. Flamio Hotman. <laughs> we'll save that speech for the uh, <laughs> the written script for the Fire Nation. <laughs> but yeah, Ren is like kind of caught off guard because like until this moment he didn't realize that the plan was still to give a public speech, but then like <laughs> quickly heads over and like dusts off. Uh, is there right. like a box that that I can stand on? No, not really. It's it's just like a town square. So like everyone. As you look of, around, you could stand. Yeah, on my no, shoulders. as you look around for a second for like something to stand on, and you say that, Che just like slams his foot on the ground, and you just yes! shoot up like six feet into the air. Yes. <laughs> I, I fall backwards like, and hurt my butt. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm on like a pedestal now. Thank yes, you. Yes, a literal pedestal. Ren immediately realizes that he doesn't know how to begin speeches. So there's a bit of silence. I'm like, no, not hear ye, hear ye. Four score, no. Can I taking? I want to. I want to take a take a page out of uh, Che's playbook and gently bend the air from yes, Ren yes. towards the back of the crowd to make sure his voice carries oh, to the. We got acoustics. We got a stage. Stage is set. Literally, you're good to go. Awesome, awesome. All right. Ren clears his throat. Rosic, don't forget the pyrotechnics yes. at the end. Oh, the as soon as he says that, Rosic stands behind him and does two flamethrowers going out upwards diagonally <laughs> on either side of him. And I'm guessing that gets the rest of the town's attention. Yes. I clear my throat. I think they were all and gently nod to Rosic as a kind of polite thanks to hopefully disarm further pyrotechnics. But he, he stops it. And he mm. winks at Ren and gives him a thumbs up. People of Wanya, we have a plan. Merely one day ago, we were strangers to each other. And yet here we are, mere children, putting our lives on the line for your village. Why? Because you are worth it. Look at each other. Look at your children. Look at your family and friends. You are all worth it. And so you must all fight and find your own way of protecting yourselves. Ren has a pause because Ren didn't think he would get this far. <laughs> You're doing great. Oh, thanks. 
You do not have to fight literally. We hope it doesn't come to that. But you must help us build fortifications and make it look like the Fire Nation has taken over this town. Wanya will be safe for now. We can't promise its safety forever. But if we all cooperate, we could well be fishing next week. Yeah! I'm actually going to have you. So one of the things that Ren gets to do is he gets to have allies. And I should have mm. had you mark down uh, the town, the village of Wanya as an ally, mm. which you can do that now if you'd like. Yes. Um, and y- you can, that comes with a few things. Um, you can always plead with allies. They always care what you think and they always open up to you if you comfort or support them. You can call on them to live up to their principles. With this though, um, it's a it's a town so they don't have a principle themselves. Um, but you Spineless can definitely town. plead with them. Plead it is. And if you want to cross off them from your allies, you can just be have that be a 10 plus or you can i think you can choose to do that after so you can roll and see what it is and i see that's like cashing in my allyship exactly yep to make it a better roll okay all right here's the roll solid 12 what do i add to it uh harmony you don't need to add anything it's a 10 Uh, plus 14 all right um on a 10 plus they act now and do their best until the situation changes. Awesome. So I slowly nod to Che to try to lower my pedestal because I don't want to jump off of it. Che will gracefully bring it down. And at this point, the town of Wanya is just clapping for you and cheering. And, and this goes on for a little bit and eventually it quiets down and Iron sort of says, all right, everyone quiet down, quiet down. We're, we're very thankful for these people who have generously offered to protect us. We have a long day ahead of us, so please get a good night's sleep and we'll see you all in the morning. And everyone sort of goes off to their beds for the night. And you can rest at Toko's Inn, the blind Unagi, and tomorrow... The next day, you can start defending the town of Wanya Village, but that will have to wait till next episode. Hmm. We are going to find out how successful this plan is. Uh, oh, thanks for listening. We're I only fun. have hope for us. I only have hope for you, too. It will fail, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Uh, we are the Flying Bison Podcast. We'll see you next week. Um, if you follow us, uh, please follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at the Flying uh, at Flying Bison Podcast. And please uh, give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts, or tell your friends about it. I know you've got friends, so tell them about it. But that's the best way for us to get out there and to to have other people listen to this. We hope you're enjoying this. Um, I did hear too uh, that if you give us a five star review, uh, you know that like icky soup skin on soup, right? You know, if you give us a five star review, I think Steve said he would slurp up all of that soup skin, so you can just have nice fresh soup all the time. We'll just kind of hover around, slurp up that soup skin. Oh my Whenever gosh. you happen to be eating soup, he'll just slurp it. He'll just be there.
Yeah, Steve loves soup skin. Uh, I'm learning so much about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see you next week. Everybody say bye. 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 Avatar Legends was developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Sendai. Outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes. <laughs>